This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Hello, hello, back at it again with another episode of Man in a Room, yeah. Here for another 20 or so minutes just chatting nonsense and just thinking about stuff. I know, right? Highwaymen, what a thing they were. Highwaymen were basically these people who would go around uh, roads and be like, oh, there's someone who looks a little bit bit rich. I'm going to basically go up to them and be like, give me all your money. And they'd threaten them and they'd be like, yeah, isn't it cool? It's like Robin Hood. You know Robin Hood? He uh, used to steal from the rich to give to the poor. There was another famous one in England called uh, Dick Turpin. And, uh, you know, he's a highwayman. He used to wear the mask and the, and the hat and all that kind of stuff. Well, after he was executed for his crimes, let me repeat that, his crimes, uh, he, his name was turned into Dick Turtle and uh, on, was slapped on the front of something called Lucky Bags. So Dick Turtle was basically um, a, a mascot for a thing called Lucky Bags. And um, yeah, I don't recommend um, looking up the Dick Turtle Lucky Bags. At least don't just type in Dick Turtle, because typing Dick Turtle into Google yields some questionable search results. But make sure you type in Lucky Bag at the end and you'll be fine. And uh, basically this is way back when, and it's like the early blind bags as it were. And basically, it used to cost like maybe like 75p a quid. I can't actually, remember. genuinely, I can't remember. Like, it's one of those things that just didn't seem to stick in my brain. I can remember how much bags of crisps used to cost, like 20p, like dairy milks with 30p. Uh, Dick Turtle Lucky Bags? No idea. All I know was they're under a quid. And, uh, you know, basically what it was is like this sort of cheap plastic bag. And in there, you'd get maybe some crayons. You'd maybe get some, you know, I don't know some uh just like some sweets that were not very nice of of rubbish quality rubbish quality sweets and um usually like a coloring book and all this kind of stuff and different just cheap tat and uh, i used to absolutely adore them uh, i used to like the risk of like oh, what could be in the dick turtle lucky bag today i used to get one about once a week and it's be really exciting even though they were genuinely a rip-off you just get these sort of like christmas cracker type uh toys in there and all that kind of stuff and it's like oh but at the same time it's like yeah i don't know what i'm gonna get i used to occasionally get branded stuff as well i remember a lot of the stuff used to come in tom and jerry um and also one of the major things that used to be featured in these bags were candy cigarettes or candy sticks but they were basically these little sweets these little uh white uh sticks and they'd have like a red end so they'd be like cigarettes used to be able to buy i do you know what now thinking out that loud uh, they used to sell candy cigarettes as a child. I remember this very, very clearly now. They were called Old Toad. And they used to be like this, this the horrible, the worst chocolate known to anybody. The worst chocolate, right? Wrapped in this paper that I'm not sure if you were supposed to eat, but I used to eat because, well, I turned out all right. And you're just basically like, oh, look, it's a cigarette. It's Old Toad. Do you fancy a cigarette? Oh, wait a second. It's chocolate. I say chocolate. I use the term loosely. It was genuinely the waxiest horriblest crumbliest chocolate only the crumbliest waxiest chocolate tastes like chocolate probably should not um 
Yeah, I remember those. I remember sort of seeing um, those for sale in a shop. I was like, oh, the nostalgia. The nostalgia for that. Oh, man. Buy some of them. Old Toad. Honestly, why is it that most things in this uh, weird mind of mine, there's turtles, there's toads? Looking up Old Toad on the internet will definitely yield some questionable search results. You know, all kinds of stuff you don't want to know about. But it's actually quite interesting, though, because, uh, as I mentioned, the Dick Turtle Lucky Bags, um, they were the early day blind bag, as it were. You know, there's now a whole thing online where people open blind bags and uh, loot crates and all that kind of stuff. In fact, if you go to uh, lootcrate.com slash M-I-A-R code, uh, it would uh, nothing will happen because I don't think Loot Crate is going in. We're definitely not sponsored. I say we. <laughs> We, the royal we i am not sponsored by anybody at the minute but i'm working on it don't you worry about that this time next year i'll be sponsored by some I'm joking that's not happening um but yeah there used to be this uh you know blind bags and this kind of stuff and i i i, I do watch those kinds of things on the internet because i'm a, a bit of a saddo but then that's just me yeah that's just who i am and uh even from a young age like i say i was into these blind bag stuff so it's not like a new thing is it so, uh, yeah, it's one of them things. Hang on a second. What's that? Can you hear that noise? Taro and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ooh. Yes. Here we are again for an episode of Taro and tea. So uh, let's just uh, quickly shuffle the old cards. Here we go. Today's tea is quite a simplistic tea. A tea that I've had many times over and I know I'm going to enjoy it. Because after last week's tea, ugh, not a fan of it. This week's tea, I thought, you know what? I want stuff I'm definitely going to enjoy. You know, going to treat myself, yeah? So I've got a lovely cup of Twining's Earl Grey. Let me just have a quick old sip of the old Earl Grey, because I do like Earl Grey. And I find it bamboozling that some people don't drink Earl Grey, or have never tried Earl Grey. Oh, that's so good. So Earl Grey, I can only really describe as very perfumey and floral. And very, very nice. The way, there's actually a massive debate. Do you put milk in your uh, Earl Grey? Or do you just uh, leave it black? Or do you leave the bag in? All this kind of stuff. I just make it like a normal cup of tea with an Earl Grey bag in it instead of a normal tea bag. And you know what? It makes me happy. Yeah. So yeah, have another sip of that because it's actually really good. Okay, so the tarot. Here we go. So the way it's going to work is simple. There's going to be three cards drawn, one for the past, one for the present, and one for the future. The present is the one that's supposed to put into perspective what happened in the past, you see? And the past one is supposed to be like, oh, hang on a second, that sounds very familiar to me. So, you know, the past bit will be like, that happened to me, or that happened to somebody I know. Present. And then the future, which could change, we don't know. It's just like a like a little heads up of what possibly can be, or it might not be, depending on your point of view. So anyway, here we go. The first card today is is the star. Um, it's basically one of the higher arcana. And uh, the best way I can only really describe this is there is a naked lady on here. I can see both of her breasts. And uh, she's basically tipping water... Well, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It was a massive star. So that's where the name of the card gets from. Gets from. Uh, so basically, it's a naked lady. And she's uh, got she's got two jugs. No, no, I mean actual physical jugs. She's got a jug that's tipping water onto the floor and a jug that's tipping water into a puddle. 
and um, there's also a bird in a tree. So, uh, you know, maybe you had a problem with your bath. Maybe the temperature of your bath was too hot. So basically, you're trying to pour some cold. If you've had a bath recently at night, this one could be for you. Um, you know, not just for ladies. It could be a gentleman as well. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> oh, hang on a second. Look at this. Now, so the past, you've had trouble getting a good temperature of your bath. Now, this one is uh, the moon. So we've got the stars and the moon. The present is the moon. What? You heard me shuffle these cards. So it basically is a, is a moon with a face. The man of the moon. And uh, there's these two uh, dog-type creatures. I'm going to say wolves because, you know, they're baying. They're baying the old ooh stuff. Uh, I won't do the old joke about being a werewolf and being okay now. Because that's very obvious. And, the, you know, it says basically they're on the side of a river or something because, very strangely, there's a there appears to be some sort of uh, lobster coming out. So, you know, there's two dogs on a full moon, I'm going to assume. And, uh, yeah, so the present. If it's a full moon and you have, tr you know, and previously you've had trouble, um, you know, on a, on, yeah, but, but yeah, it's just a, if you, you hear dogs wooling, wooling at the moon uh, with a lobster, um, yeah, so it's at night, so if it's night time and uh, you're having trouble with, uh, like, you, know, you can hear dogs barking and, and there's like a lobster crawling around, um, you know, things, so, you know, things aren't too bad. I mean, your bath water might not be good, but at least there's some dogs going around and a lobster. And the future, there is a, this is the two of wands. And there is a gentleman here who's holding the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. And he's looking out and he's all like, ooh, balcony. There's two wands here with me. He's in a red cloak as well and a hat. And he's wearing orange boots. Um, so basically, I would say, you know, if the future could possibly hold, you know, maybe space travel. You know, space travel, that, that could be a thing. Or just maybe you get a nice globe or something like that. So I was about to say for Christmas then. You know, do, do people give globes for Christmas? I have no idea. But maybe, maybe if you've had trouble getting good bath water, you might be getting a globe for Christmas. What about that? Think about that. Uh, so yeah, that's not too bad. Um... Anyway, this has been Taro and Tea. It's Beverage and Divinity. Ah. Anyway, I'll be back after this very, very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. The internet is very weird. There's all kinds of weird content on there. As I mentioned earlier, there are people who open blind bags for a living. I'm not saying Dick Turtle specifically. I'm just saying they just open things randomly. And it's something that I've actually watched for many, many years. Uh, they're called unboxing videos. Now, what these are, if you don't know what these are, it's when someone films themselves opening things, uh, such as uh, technology, toys gadgets anything really you know and i remember the first time i ever watched an unboxing video i didn't know it was actually called an unboxing i just i just watched this video of some dude opening a camera that i was interested in getting and there was a reason for it right so basically i wanted to buy the kodak zi6 and uh so i was like okay so what do i actually get in the box i want to know, I want to know what stuff comes with it if it's any good i want to see video quality and all this kind of stuff and this dude is like right so this is what you get in the box you get this charge you get this you get that and the, and he he did the review actually on 
using the actual camera. So I actually got to see actual physical uh, quality of how it actually looked. And I thought, wow, I really want this. And uh, from his unboxing, I actually went out and purchased said camera, the Kodak ZI6. However, uh, he didn't mention the terrible audio quality of the camera. It's more like, wow, look at this. You can get this thing in your pocket and, you know. And, uh, yeah, looking back on it recently, you can hear the bad audio quality on it, but I didn't notice it at the time. Anyway, massive tangent. Unboxing videos are actually quite good. And um, I've watched them for many, many years. And it's just something that is just, it's his own thing, really. There are people who have just built their careers on unboxing and opening things. In fact... It's got to the point now where I've seen on toys, because I've got a, a, you know, a couple of nieces and a nephew, on the toys it actually says, unbox me. And it's like, oh, here's an un... There's actually a toy you can get. It's like an unboxing kit. It's like, oh, you know, this is what you need to do the unboxing. Here's something for you to unbox. You just use your, your parents' camera, phone or whatever, and you can make your own unboxing video. I'm like, what is happening with this stuff, you know? And uh, it's just weird when I try to explain to my parents what unboxing is. You watch people open stuff, and they're like, why? And I ask myself, why? But I still watch it, and it's very, very strange. In fact, I've actually got into, quite recently, this entire niche thing, and it's Pokemon cards. Now, the thing is, I've loved Pokemon for absolutely years. And when I say years, I mean I've loved it since, I'd probably say the 90s, at least the early 2000s. I remember getting the game and all this kind of stuff. Remember, they started selling the, the cards and it's like, oh, wow, I had to go to this shop. I had to go to, you know, I had to go to town to get these cards because they weren't selling them because they weren't like, a, it wasn't a massive thing at the time. I was like, wow, look at this, Pokemon cards are for sale here and all this kind of stuff, you know. And uh, I used to, you know, I used to purchase them and didn't think much of it and all this kind of stuff. But now the cards that I used to buy all those years ago are actually now worth a bit of money, which is quite crazy. And so what people do online is they basically spend an absolute ruddy fortune on buying these cards, yeah? They buy these cards, these old boxes of cards, sometimes maybe, I don't know, 20 years old, these boxes, un- unopened, completely sealed, and, you know, so it basically, basically means that these are in absolutely mint, tip-top condition. And so basically there's a strong possibility that these this pack of this massive box of cards might actually hold something very very valuable let me rephrase that valuable to some people and uh yeah so it's actually one of those things i watch all the time now i like watching people opening pokemon cards and um it's very strange because there's this whole community of people that are absolutely obsessed with it and it's actually really interesting it genuinely is like some of the values is like because this one recently, this this dude started opening cards that I actually used to collect. I was like, oh, I remember that card. I remember that card. I remember that exact... I remember the packets and everything. I was like, wow, this is really cool, you know? As so I've got that card, and then I've, I've, I actually still have some of my cards. I started going through them. I like, oh, that's actually worth quite a bit of money, that one. Uh, you know, let me know if you want a dark Charizard Hollow. You know, I've got one of them. Ancient Mew. Yeah, got one of them too. All the promo cards from Pokemon the Movie 2000, whatever it was called. I don't know, the one with the birds. Um... But yeah, it's actually quite fun to watch because you can. But it's but more or less now, Pokemon cards are a form of uh, investment and also gambling. So basically, people spend an absolute fortune. So the way this un- you know, unboxing these cards works is someone spends thousands of pounds on an unopened box of cards, right? They then get each pack of cards. Um, and they sell each one individually. And what they do is they, sell it, they basically put a bunch of names in a hat or a jar or a cup or something like that. 
And they're like, right, so the first pack of cards will be open four. And they shuffle them around. It's like, oh, it's going to be four. Pick a name. And then it's like, okay, so this per- this card, this this pack here will be open for, I don't know, John. So they open the pack of cards. Like, right, so here we go. You've got here, you've got an Eevee. Ooh, isn't that cool? Oh, you've got a Pikachu. Oh, it's a Yellow Cheeks Pikachu. Is it a Red Cheeks Pikachu? It doesn't, I don't know. So, oh, you've got this, you've got this. Oh, you've got a Charizard card. That's worth over £10,000 because it's never been opened. It's never even been breathed upon. And it's crazy. And these people are spending an absolute fortune. Like these these packs of cards used to cost £2.50. I remember they cost. Dick Turtle, card, Dick Turtle cards. Dick Turtle bags, I've no clue. I don't even know if they've even got any value. I would, do you know what? If I ever get a chance to do a live unboxing, I'm going to find some vintage Dick Turtles and I'm going to do that, right? That's happening. That's in. The, that's on the cards. Pardon the pun. But anyway, so you see these people open these cards and that kind of stuff. It's actually quite fun. But there's also uh, a couple of channels, which, you know, YouTube channels that actually just do it for fun, you know. Uh, I want to just give a quick shout to my, not one of my, my favorite uh, channel, which is Max Mofo Pokemon. Oh my goodness, I love watching that dude. He's just, ah, oh, he's just funny the way he does it, you know. He's very sweary, a little bit offensive, but that's what's so good. And the best thing, he's Australian, because Australian humor is almost English humor, just a bit more wacky and weird, you know, and that's what I quite like. But uh, anyway, so going on about this stuff, right? Recently, there was this this guy who uh, basically spent I can't remember how much he spent. He spent you know a substantial amount of money on this like pack of cards and that kind of stuff. Oh, no, not but as a box of cards, and he got ripped off because there are actually ways of fraudulently reproducing cards. There's even a thing in the olden days where they the, the expensive cards used to weigh a little bit more. Uh, by the way they are produced or whatever and so basically people will actually weigh the packs yeah and they know where the expensive cards are like, oh you can buy a heavy pack you can buy a light pack and all this kind of stuff and it's just it's absolutely crazy it's genuinely crazy i say it's a form of gambling because you know you can spend i don't know ten thousand pounds on a, i don't know if that's actually how much they cost but a significant amount of money on a de- on a pack of cards on the off chance that you might get something expensive you know, and these things go up in price and all that kind of stuff. And I just find it absolutely crazy. The hype surrounding these things, because there's a, I watched one recently and it had over 20,000 people watching it. Isn't that mad? Absolutely crazy. There's one guy who managed to get like a $20,000 card. I changed the dollars then because it was an American one I was watching. And it's just absolutely bonkers. It's genuinely bonkers. Because um, like I said, I've got these cards just sitting around my house and they're just in a little box i never played with them i opened them i put them in a little box and i never really touched them so uh yeah like a little treasure trove like, people just say oh it's an investment you know like beanie babies how's that working out for you beanie baby people how much are beanie babies worth nothing i thought not and uh yeah it's actually quite a funny thing i remember they used to be like beanie baby magazine and all that kind of stuff and you know it's just weird how they didn't really sort of hold their value but pokemon cards did I think it's because they released so many of them and so many different variants and so many different, you know, it's just, it's actually, it's actually quite fascinating. It's fascinating, but also quite sad of me. Um, I, I think the other, the reason why unboxing stuff is so popular is because it's stuff that you can't afford and you get to see the, you get basically get to experience the opening of whatever it is, you know, you get to experience the joy and the excitement of what could possibly be, do you know what I mean? That's what works so well, you know. Unboxing a, a camera back in the day was like, wow, 
One day it will be mine. Oh yes, it will be mine. And it was mine. And it was rubbish. It wasn't rubbish. Um, but yeah, it wasn't the best. But it was it was of the time, you know. Is the, the yeah. So unboxing is, is something I like watching. Pokemon cards specifically. But, you know, there we are. But anyway, um, this has been it for this episode of Man in a Room. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I have enjoyed myself. A little trip down memory lane talking about Pokemon cards. You know, Dick Turtle Lucky Bags. Again, warning, do not search Dick Turtle onto Google because you will get some questionable search results. So yeah, anyway, until next time, this has been me signing off. Until then, goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.